This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Protocol for Life Balance, offering a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out for relief of occasional minor aches and pains of overexertion, ache action, MSM, and hyaluronic acid. This suite of products may help to support a healthy response to normal physiological stress and promotes a balanced response to joint stress, flexibility, and mobility. The backed by solid scientific data and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly opportunity to respond to your questions. Your questions come to us via radio program at AOL.com. I want to thank you because we do have a pretty full mailbag of questions. Obviously, we are striking a chord among you, and many of you are sending questions in our direction. So radio program at AOL.com. Of course, today we're with Layla. Uh, whose name appears on the title of today's podcast, Q&A with Layla, weekly feature that we do. Layla is our nutritionist in residence. How are you doing, Layla? Okay, Dr. Hoffman, how are you? Good. How, how you, are you reacting to uh, the removal of daylight savings time? Oh, you know, in the morning when I forgot about it and I woke up, I said, Oh, no, it's really 7.30, not 8.30. Right. So your body so wasn't I was, I was yeah. happy about that, but then it's like, I yeah. don't know. I, don't yeah, know. I actually feel kind of exhilarated by it, which is something that I get when I fly west. Oh, you know, yes, I, yes, yes. I, I'm able to get up earlier and it's daylight. light. And I was really getting tired of waking up to the gloom because I like wake, I like to wake up early. Yeah, I like to wake up early. And I hate that it's dark for a whole hour and a half before. It's like, when's sunrise? Hello? Right. I've been up for since 530. Yeah. So I don't, so you it's know, a little better. We lose the light in, later in the day, which I'm less concerned about because it's inevitable that in the winter yeah. it, it's dark earlier. Uh, but I, I kind of like it, the mornings, you know, where you do wake up to natural sunlight. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, my body's more accustomed to that. I saw a very interesting meme hmm. on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, which I must confess to spending all too much time on, uh, which was, it was a picture of a Native American, you know, and it, he was like, and it was quoting him. And it was, uh, it said, uh, uh, daylight savings time is like, when white man cut off top of blanket and sew it on bottom of blanket. That's <laughs> oh pretty my good. Gosh. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah. Wow. Sort of, you know, Native American wisdom. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think in, in all, I don't think Native Americans would have uh, <clears throat> messed with the seasons in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it took it took the advent of, you know, white civilization to bring that supposed innovation yeah. to... Our time telling. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that something? <laughs> That's good though. So, uh, before we get to questions, yeah. radio program at AOL.com, the destination for questions. Um, and I shared with you an article this week, uh, which is disconcerting. Hmm. Uh, it's from the New Yorker, uh, and yes. it's entitled The Great Organic Food Fraud. Yeah. Subtitle is from this month. There's no way this week's edition. There's no way to confirm that a crop was grown organically. Randy Constant exploited our trust in the labels and made a fortune. So Randy uh, Constant was a mm-hmm. um, 
I guess you could call them sort of a, an entrepreneur or an arbitrageur of mm -hmm. organic food. Mm -hmm. And what he would do is, as a middleman, he would promise to deliver organic food to manufacturers. Yeah. And he would source it. And it turns out he was a swindler because mm -hmm. he would, you know, there was a tremendous demand for organic food. And, and by the way, uh, there's a great incentive because there's a markup of maybe 50 to up, up to 100% on yes. organic foods. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking things that are commodities like corn, soy, wheat, and so on and so on. Yeah. And many of these things are grown inorganically with uh, GMO, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, herbicides yes. like Roundup and or pesticides and or, you know, artificial fertilizers and so on. Mm -hmm. And what the article uh, points out is that it's very easy to trick the system. And he did that to the tune of uh, a very high percentage of the organic grains mm. and soy in the country. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, high single digits or maybe even low double digits of all the stuff that was distributed because he had a multi-million dollar operation. And, you know, what they point out is that the regulation is not that stringent, is that uh, the monetary incentives overwhelm the integrity of the dealers. Yes. And the farmers also, I, you know, actually I knew uh, an organic farmer of small mm -hmm. scale. You know, he used to grow apples. Uh -huh. And he's, you know, they're organic. But he said it was kind of a joke because the, the inspector would come like uh, a couple times a year and he knew the inspector and, you know, he would chat him up. And, you know, the guy would, like, do a cursory thing. Yeah. But it was it was based on just what was happening at the time. It There was no way to determine if all through the season when the guy wasn't on the spot, mm -hmm. on the site visit, that he hadn't used, you know, various types of chemicals on, right. on the apples. Yeah. So uh, it was a little bit on the honor system. And it was, you know, the, the, the certification... Uh, does not do extensive testing for residues. Yeah. They can test for glyphosate residues, but they can't test for, or they don't bother to test for a lot of other things. True. So what they're saying here is that unfortunately the well-meaning organic consumer, uh, can get duped and, and even the manufacturers can get duped. So yes. what this, what happened was the, the, the circle began to close on this guy. Mm -hmm. And this guy was like <laughs> being, uh, you know, this is like, there, there's, there's civil liability and criminal liability for fraud. And as the circle began to close on this guy, um, this is a uh, spoiler alert at the end of the story. Cover yours if you don't want to hear it. Uh, the guy uh, locked himself in a garage, turned on the car, and you know committed suicide. Because oh. he was facing jail time. Yeah. And he was also facing huge civil penalties and you know penalties that were levied because he, he was also a compulsive gambler. So he made enormous amounts of money. He, you know, went to Las Vegas and visited prostitutes and, you know, spent a lot of money on gambling oh, with boy. his ill-gotten gains. And it all caught up to him. Uh, oh, my goodness. But he was also a very slick guy. He seemed like a very humble, quiet kind of guy. But he had a an alter ego side to mm -hmm. him that was, uh, you know, like a very it's greedy, really uh, dishonest side. Mm -hmm. And so, you know... This kind of highlights that um, we need better organic standards. We do. And it doesn't mean, okay, forget about organic. It's just we need to insist upon a better uh, supply chain. Yeah. And the provenance of these products needs to be very carefully uh, laid out. That's true. You know, where's it coming from? What is the certification? Um, mm -hmm. That kind of thing. And what's the enforcement? All of yeah. that. Mm -hmm. All of that. You know, e even as an undergrad nutrition student, I remember... 
and it was one of the term papers I needed to do at the time, is we needed to talk, because I talked about organics versus conventional, and what I found out in my research was that even organic produce can have as much as 25% runoff from right. the conventional farm up the road. Because it exists. But there's nothing to do about it. It exists in the environment. Exactly. You've got to live in the world. This is what we have to do. Well, here's another and, uh, trick that they use, is they would have like a big field, yeah. and the outer perimeter would be all uh, organic. And one way you know that something is organic mm -hmm. is the field is full of weeds. Yes. Because they're not yep. suppressing it. So it would yep. look like kind of raggedy, organic. Yeah. And the, the inner part... Mm -hmm. Which was the vast majority of it would be, you mm -hmm. know, sprayed heavily with chemicals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true, right, true. Even passing a vineyard, of which there are many out east, you could see underneath the great bush, uh, the the uh, the bushes, that there was nothing there. You knew that was sprayed heavily, yes. but the organic ones, it's all full of yeah. weed and whatever, yeah. and they're yeah. coexisting. And here we are. Yeah, it's you as, can just even it eyeball be. it, and you can see. Yeah. It, but, yeah, 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 yeah. So there was actually another interesting article, which is, uh, it was kind of a, a clickbait headline. It was like, uh, the, your Mediterranean diet may put you at higher risk. Mm. And so what they said was, okay, you switch from like a crappy American diet, you know, the standard American diet of like fast food, and you yeah. go on a Mediterranean diet, which is plenty of fresh fruits and produce and blah, 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 and whole grains. And guess what? You increase your chemical <laughs> Exactly. Because exactly. if you don't go organic, yeah. I mean, there was a solution. Go organic if you're going to go on a, on a plant-based diet, because yes. otherwise you're imbibing a lot of chemicals. Oh, and especially vegan. If you're going vegan, all those grains Juicing, you're going to eat. Juicing, concentrates. Oh, yeah, my, yeah, concentrated yeah. pesticide, herbicide, mm -hmm. a concentrated omega-6 fat. In all those grains, yeah, not, not yeah. really a healthy way to go. And they're sprayed with a whole lot more than... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're going to go plant-based or, you know, I think part and parcel is go organic, you ha you even though mm -hmm. there are some gaps in the yes. system. And Absolutely. We, and we as consumers, we have to insist on better regulation of this. Absolutely. But they, yeah. they dupe the you know, major, major entities, you know, like all the biggest companies that were making organic products... Yeah. And sold in the biggest organic retailers, mm -hmm. natural products retailers. They they were, you know, the uh, victims of this deception. Yeah, terrible. We are the victims. Right, right. And so many, so much of big food is buying up the smaller organic, like Eden Foods. I think Hain H A I N sure, was one sure. of the first ones. I think there's more Horizon. Mm -hmm. I believe was was uh, brought up, uh, yes. bought by big big agri agriculture. So who's to know? And they're changing the definitions of organic as as we speak. And yeah, it's not a great not a great direction. Mm -hmm. So let's see what uh, let's see what will what will happen. Yeah. Well, we have to as citizens and consumers demand accountability. Mm -hmm. We do. Good point at which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share this vital message with you and then we'll get to questions. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. 
CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD Plus melatonin as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine your free resource on all things related to health. So here goes. What's coming up on questions? We have from Michael. Uh, Michael, who often writes us, who's great, thoughtful questions. Michael K. Michael K. Yes. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I'd appreciate your comments that Dr. Cooperman of Consumer Labs, Mm -hmm. I already don't like that it's Consumer Labs because they're paid, they're anti-supplement. Anyway, I'd like, I'd appreciate your comments that Dr. Cooperman of Consumer Labs made about nicotinamide riboside, especially the possibility that it may facilitate Wow, trip over my tongue. Facilitate. You need some the, nicotinamide riboside. I, I need yeah. some thiamine to <laughs> facilitate the growth of cancer cells if a person already has some that are latent or active. So just to quote a little bit, yeah. there is a, and this answers it for me anyway. Right, the first, the first sentence, sentence. There is a theoretical concern mm-hmm. that compounds like nicotinamide riboside mm-hmm. as well as NADH mm-hmm. raise NAD levels that may provoke promote the growth of existing cancers. Now, there one uh, article here is quoted, the Journal of uh, Explorational Oncology, I guess. This is out well, of that, Slovenia. It's not, it's not a big journal. Yeah, it's not a big journal. And Slovenia yeah. is not exactly the... Uh, the home of oncological research? Exactly. It's not known for its... Uh, Perhaps, yeah. Uh, I mean, no slouch on Slovenia because it's a great no. country, but um, beautiful country. By yes, the way, and a lot, a lot of tourism there. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I I got to say that that's not that authoritative. It's a I, I looked at that study and it's a test tube study. Yeah, and it's a more hypothetical thing. And you know, we really need to confirm that it happens in live yes. animals. Yeah, and we then perhaps. Uh, observe humans who are taking it mm-hmm. and see if there are reports mm-hmm. of worsening cancer. But, you know, it. I guess hypothetically, since it is a nutrient, any nutrient mm-hmm. might be advantaged by cancer. And, um, you know, even cancer cells have mitochondria. So if you support the mitochondria, uh, hypothetically, you could support cancer cells. Yeah. So uh, what do you do? Uh, I, I guess. Stop eating everything. You, I, Just stop. Yeah, I mean, I don't, look, let's put it this way. I take nicotine my riboside. I don't think it's going to give me cancer. If I have a patient who has active cancer, mm-hmm. just as with the B vitamins, yeah. I might withhold it. Right. I withhold, you know, bombing people with B vitamins when they have cancer, except for the protective effects of B6, for example, in, in yes. uh, chemo and, you know, that it may help yes. reduce for neuropathy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, then it's a short term use while you're taking that. Mm-hmm. Um, or B1 to recover from neuropathy. You might have some bonafides. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I, I can't see this being a uh, 
barrier to taking yeah. something that supports your mitochondria because you know, what are you going to do? You're going to penalize all the mitochondria in your body because you think that you might have a cancer cell? Yes, right? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Well, there's another article that's quoted here from the Washington University School of Medicine. Yeah. All right. Already consumer labs, which is already anti, anti-vitamin. You want a new dishwasher? Go look in consumer no, labs. No, no, no. You're you thinking, want a new computer? Me, consumer me. labs. Wait, wait. Yeah. Let's just Consumer reports. The consumer reports is anti-vitamin. Consumer yeah. labs is a... I thought they were an offshoot of... No, no. They're, they're actually... They're independent. Uh, they um, have fairly balanced reports. They're better than the one we knocked the other day. What was the... Um, oh, yeah. That was the, uh, the, the Mark, Mark Cuban, Cuban one. one. yeah. Right, right, right. But isn't Consumer Labs also a pay-to-play? It is. Has a an, it it's is a, a pay-to-play. There's an element of pay-to-play. Exactly. Uh, where you uh, sign up to get your products evaluated, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, a soft form of pay-to-play. It was yeah. Labdoor. That was Labdoor. the last Thank one. Thank you. That's that was right. the la- last that, one. That, forget a Labdoor. Consumer Labs has some interesting information, I mm-hmm. would say. Okay. Um, but I think they're, um, they're, they're speculating on a hypothetical here. Yeah. Yeah. Another article is quoted here from Washington University School of okay. Medicine. Okay. Now, just having said Washington University School of Medicine, right. what's the bias going to be? Right. Pharma. Right. right. Uh, one member said, after one year of taking this nicotinamide well, riboside supplement... Wait, let's hear this one. Yeah. yeah I experienced a sharp rise in PSA levels from 1.8 to 4.9. And after stopping these supplements for one month, my PSA right. returned to 1.9. So hang tight. Hang tight. Yep. Um, how often do men experience a rapid rise in PSA? It happens if you have a cancer. Mm-hmm. It also happens if you have prostatitis. Yes. Or some inflammation of your prostate. It also happens if you're an avid cyclist. It can ha- right. It can happen if you it from can. pressure on the perineum. Yep. Right. It could even happen if you take it immediately after having sex. You know. Yes. So okay. Yep. So so, um, but one thing about cancer mm-hmm. is PSA doesn't go up, and then it doesn't go down. Mm. So let's say that the nicotinamide riboside caused this guy to get cancer. Well, he stopping it would not stop the cancer. Hello? Yeah, that's right. It it would just keep going up. It'd be four point nine. It'd be six point two. It'd be nine point three. It'd be mm-hmm. eleven point five. It would just keep going up. It in cancer, PSA seldom goes down yes. without treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. th- this is not to me conclusive proof. It's an anecdote. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't care where this guy is. If the guy's at Harvard or you know uh, yeah. Washington University, or, you know, which is a fine institution, it doesn't reflect the. It doesn't reflect research. It's just an, an anecdotal report from a True. dude yeah. who is scared because he took a new supplement and his PSA went up. Well, correlation is not causation. That's right. That's no. right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and It's the, an anecdote. It's an anecdote. And the nutraceutical said that they have no data that point to a correlation or interaction between their product and PSA levels, which contains the nicotinamide riboside, although they did acknowledge that a handful of people have reached out to us about positive changes to their PSA levels. Right. Meaning, which could, yeah. Yeah, which could happen because sometimes it gets better. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we have a patient, by the way, um, today that we saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it today? Yeah, because it's been a long day. It's been a long, <laughs> it's a long day. day. Was today was Early this week. morning. <laughs> And uh, he was concerned about a rising PSA. Yes. Remember? And yeah, we gave him like a, a panoply of supplements. Mm-hmm. You know, the usual things we give for rising PSA to slow 
the potential, yeah. you know, or, or, you know, it's always, yes, okay, Saw Palmetto could be good, but also uh, Dim Pro. Yes. D- uh, methane. Mm-hmm. The product is called Dim Pro, mm-hmm. but it's methane is the ingredient. Uh, and we might give like a soy isoflavone, which has a slowing effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might give um, certainly uh, fish oil, vitamin D, you know, sort of these anti-green tea, EGCG. Yes, yeah, yes, Those yes, are things yes. that are, you know, be good for slowing the progression of prostate cancer or pre-cancer, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and the PSA got better. So now they're like, forget about the PSA. It's like two now. It's nothing to worry about. But it was yeah. edging up. So, okay, I guess you can make it better with certain, and, and, and by the way, the guy changed his entire diet because he was kind of diabetic when he first came in, overweight, yes. ate crap. His vitamin D, I think, was like nine or 11, you know, yeah. it was so horrible. And, he, you know, over the past five years, things have turned around. He, he exercises, which is also beneficial. He walks 10,000 steps a day. Right. You know, so, yes. so he, he's less worried about that now. Good. So Good. It, I think, uh, you know, and that's not a coincidence. That's consistent. It's not like it was up last time and then it went down and then the next time it's up and it's like bouncing around. It's just consistently getting better. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is due to the supplements and due to the lifestyle. And he's yeah. eating a great diet. He's not eating a lot he of is. sugar. He's not eating a lot of, nope. you know, carbs. Um, yeah. 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 And he's been doing this now for a few years. So he's really reaping the benefits of yeah. it. Yeah. So for prostate, I think diet really and lifestyle matter yeah. and certain supplements matter. But I don't think that this is causing the problem. Yeah. Michael, thank you for your very, very thoughtful question. Yeah, we have to be cautious in interpreting science because, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can always find something that is scary, but you have to put it in context, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Moving on, we've got an email from Andy. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. First, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to ask you this question. Okay, I've, stop her again. Yeah. Right. He doesn't get the right to answer the question. Move on. Let's go to the next question. He's thanking us in advance. That's what happens when you thank us in advance. You might get burned. Uh, Yeah. Andy says, I'm a 72-year-old man. I live an active life, and I've been using metformin for several years for its anti-aging qualities. A friend sent me an article in the New York Times Uh, that brings up a downside to metformin, and the title is An Anti-Aging Pill? Think twice. Is it real? Is it, if it is, do you know of a way to reduce the negative effect? Yeah, it's, it's written by Gretchen Reynolds, who is, I mean, I'm not going to, by the way, it's a 2019 article. Hmm. Um, so I thought it just came out, but it's actually not a new article. Huh. Gretchen Reynolds is an expert on uh, the uh, effects of exercise. She's written a book on exercise. She's not a fan of supplements. She generally is anti-supplement. This is about a medication. Um, and what they say is the diabetes drug metformin, sometimes taken to slow aging, may blunt the health benefits of exercise. So, um, now, uh, and I talked about this in my radio show, this may be the same guy who, who he's kind of like double coverage. He, he phoned it into my radio show, which you call, uh, 877-726-8255. You can record a question and I'll uh-huh. answer it on the radio program. But there's another way to get questions, which is radio program at AOL.com. So he's like, you know, hedging his bets yeah. both ways. So I answered it on the radio show. I'll answer it again. Um, you know, metformin is a diabetes drug. It is known to reduce insulin resistance. Yeah. Uh, it is, unlike other diabetes drugs, it doesn't 
make you gain weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems mm-hmm. to have some ancillary benefits. It has an anti-cancer effect, possibly. Um, and it has uh, an anti-aging effect, potentially. Mm-hmm. However, a lot of the research on this has been done in animals, experimental animals. It doesn't necessarily apply to humans. There's an ongoing study at my alma mater, Albert Einstein College of Medicine, which is in the Bronx, uh, where there, a guy named Dr. Nils Barzilay is doing research on the elderly population of the Bronx, mm-hmm. where he's uh, looking at octogenarians and nonagenarians and centenarians, and he's giving them metformin, yeah. even if they don't have diabetes. Yeah. Uh, wow. To see if it has an anti-aging effect or a life-prolonging effect. Mm-hmm. Results are not in on that. You know, it may take a few years to complete because you, sure. you know, you have to watch, wait for people to die, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, then we need to analyze the data. So maybe, a, you know, a subsequent edition of Intelligent Medicine will report on it. Um, it's, uh, it, it, it's, according to the, the New York Times article, uh, they did a, an experiment on, uh, it's, I think the study is done on, yeah, it's done on humans. Mm-hmm. And they had some people who took mel, uh, metformin, both groups exercised. They yeah. did a supervised exercise program. And then uh, they measured their fitness and the fitness improved in both groups with exercise, mm-hmm. um, but um, and so did their insulin sensitivity. But um, overall, the men and women taking metformin gained less fitness, upping their endurance by about a half as much as those swallowing the placebo. So they got less benefits from exercise, and they also found that um, the uh, mitochondrial respiration. Uh, was improved in the placebo group, but there was no upswing in the mitochondrial rep- respiration in the metformin takers. So they say that the metformin in this study mm-hmm. blocked the some of the effectiveness of exercise. That's interesting. Um, so I guess that, and since exercise is an a- anti-aging strategy, yeah. you know, you might gain some things in terms of some cellular process that's associated with aging, but you might blunt the efficacy of exercise according to this. Mm. Um, we have to see if, you know, on balance, if that is, you know, uh, interfering with the beneficial anti-aging effects of, right. know, of the metformin. Yeah. Now, I could think of one downside to metformin, but it's very easily remedied. Which it is? It could deplete B12, mm-hmm. folate possibly, but that's very easily remedied. I just remedied. saw one of our patients, mm-hmm. uh, whom, whom you know, um, took uh, metformin for cancer, and uh, we haven't checked her B12 for a while. We checked her B12, it was uh, 230. Wow, that's But because cool. she's, dual thing, she, yeah. she's not taking a multi or a B complex or B12 because of the cancer. We don't want the cancer to uh, get fueled by B vitamins and the metformin depleted. And she's not on a vegan diet. She yeah. takes plenty of animal protein. I thought protein. that was more about folate than any other B vitamin, not B12. That might, yeah. I thought that particular it, it, study was about folate possibly. It, it, it could be any cancer. methylating agent, you know, B12, B6 right. folate. Um, but, you know, the B vitamins are sort of growth factors, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it may be less applicable to niacin, for example. And, you know, by the way, nicotinamide riboside is a form of B3, niacin, which we don't worry too much about in cancer. True. Yeah. So anyway, so, okay, so, yeah, that's a downside is the B12 is depleted. That has nothing to do with the exercise effect. Mm -hmm. Um, Look, I I mean, I just turned 69 years old. I have the prescription pad. I have the opportunity to take anything I want as an anti-aging strategy. I do a million things that are anti-aging. Take them, you know, yeah. supplements and I exercise. I follow a certain diet. Um, I don't take metformin. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I uh, you don't need to. I, I don't. I don't know that there's going to be some additive benefit. Right, right on top of it. Yeah, you know. But unless the icing and the cherry are already on the cake, there's nothing else to do I here. I think the results of the studies are too preliminary. Yeah. To show that everyone should take it, you know, for yeah. as an anti-aging. Okay. All right. Okay, so Andy. this is a good point at which to mm. uh, to break for mm-hmm. part two. And give us a preview of what we're going to talk about in part two. Oh, the the polyphenols that may help uh, cognitive decline or that can help boost cognitive function. Right. It was a question we had gotten last week and we wanted to add to it. Okay. Yeah. Yes, there was like an addendum. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, all right, I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today with Layla Mutant, it's our weekly Q&A with Layla, and we'll be right back with more.